0: Welcome to VC Vibe Check, presented and paid for by Heather Schmidt for Supervisor 2024. This weekly audio talk covers issues local to the 805, why the vibe is off, and what we plan to do to fix it. In May of this year, the original pizza man Dan's in the city of Ventura suffered a kitchen fire. This closed the business indefinitely, and this week it was finally announced that the store where it all started arguably an historic landmark to our local, cultural, and business economies, announced that it could not come to an agreement in repair and reopening negotiations with the landlord. So that location where it all began, it's closed forever. Earlier in the week, another historic restaurant, the Chocolatine, announced that it was given notice to quit by their landlord as well. And this is a common theme in not just the restaurant industry, but in Ventura County's businesses of all kinds. The owners of our commercial properties are known for perpetually spiking rents and terminating leases to an unreasonable level for local businesses that are the bedrock of our community. The real zinger of the whole deal? Most of the landlords are locals themselves. Off the top of my head, I can name so many, both landlords and businesses, that have closed doors over the last several years, even before COVID hit, simply because the cost of renting the space became too much. But it isn't just Ventura County's family businesses and small-town economy that have been raked over the coals by small-time local property investors cashing in on unmitigated market rate increases. Ventura County's families have suffered at the fate of greedy landlord practices as well, raising rents to unprecedented levels and terminating leases without cause, putting our families, including many of the elderly, out on the streets with nowhere to go. Just one city in the entire county has substantive rental controls, that being Oxnard, for either residential or commercial properties. The rest you're on your own. And it shows as you drive throughout the county and see family after family that have been displaced to RVs and vans in parking lots full of empty storefronts from stores that closed up shop. My own family experienced this violence against tenants in 2022 when our landlord had a friend that wanted to rent the home we had lived in for years. We all but begged to stay offering well above the market rate for our rental home, only to be booted out like many other families had been for a variety of reasons at the exact same time. This launched a full year of moving from temporary rental to temporary rental until we finally found a place with a long-term lease and the security of a large corporate owner. And Oxnard's rent controls and tenant protections are helping too. The problem has only worsened for the rest of the community since. District Three zip codes account for 43% of the county's homeless population. I've met many of them, as many as 60% work at least one full-time job, some former small business owners from places we once shopped at. They simply cannot afford what landlords are charging, and yet nothing is fundamentally being done at the county level to gain control over this gushing wound caused by make no mistake about it, an economic class warfare. And why would they? If you look at the FPPC filings for campaign contributions of every election cycle, or even just the one this this election so far, you see line after line of landlords and property investors paying our local politicians thousands of dollars to have an unfettered ability to commit violence against Ventura County's residential and commercial tenant class. Just over 40% of Ventura County's homes are renter-occupied, with almost all commercial occupants leasing the places that they do business. That is a hell of a lot of people in this county that the Board of Supervisors and City Council members all over the 805 join hands with in the class war of landlords that are abusing, in this case, by simply doing nothing to stop it. This information is, of course, all publicly available, but most people in this county, they're so busy working multiple jobs and trying to raise a family amidst the perpetual feeling of drowning in bills. Well, who has time to look that up and do something to stop it at the grassroots level? Just this week, it was reported that both Santa Barbara and Ventura counties are tied for the most expensive counties to raise children in the entire United States. Rents in Ventura County are increasingly beyond the 30% income marker, with the average bedroom, two-bedroom apartment costing 2.8 times California's minimum wage. 10, 20 years ago, when I first got into this racket of local politics and community organizing, everyone was talking about livable wage ordinances. Today, Well, we're lucky if people can find gig work below $8 an hour with so many people doing it on top of their day jobs just to cover bills that DoorDash, Grubhub, Instacart, and Postmates are all closed to new drivers throughout this county. What is so striking about this to me is the increasing disconnect between the two groups that people are somehow unable to understand or identify with the struggle of those in our community. Well, it's baffling as it plays out in front of our faces. It seems everyone knows at least someone who has been displaced, either from their home or their small business, at the hands of abusive landlords, and yet many people simply prefer to not think about it or talk about it or consider some of the solutions that would be required to fix the problem once and for all. And I think, I think this is for a variety of reasons, some ethical, some philosophical, a lot Political, but at the end of the day, it's that the financial and social behemoth of our landlord class seems too big to take on. And technically, that's true. Very few people have the type of money to throw into a fight in the ways that the property investors of this community do. Moreover, we are a social county, one that is in many ways quite small. You can't wage war against an abusive group of Arguably monsters and then expect smiles and handshakes when you see them all over the weekend at church or most notably at the country club's local golf course. There are solutions, though, ones that can protect renters of both residential and commercial property spaces in a more fair and ethical way. Public policy solutions, ordinances, things that a lot of people in positions of power right now seem completely unwilling to do or even talk about. The first is to enact some form of temporary rent controls until a greater ordinance with eviction and termination protections can be passed. An example of this would be a temporary freeze on rental increases. It's temporary, though. It has an end date. In the meantime, you can stop the gaping wound to stabilize our local housing and business economy, if but only until we can create some broader solutions. We can also build more housing, more affordable housing. And by affordable, I don't mean just for low-income communities, although that is needed. I mean just affordable. We can also rezone and convert all of the commercial space that has just sat empty for years, some decades, while landlords continue to raise prices. Another solution is to do a moratorium on commercial development, which is only exacerbating the problem of these evictions for small businesses. Even Jerome Powell, the federal chairman of the, the Treasury at the United States level, a very conservative Fiscal Republican has recommended as a two pronged strategy to solve the housing problems and repair commercial leasing increases to rezone and convert, and yet no one seems willing to do it. First, and that's why we have to elect people that are willing to do these things, to have these conversations, to work out solutions to this arguably existential problem, a ticking time bomb for our community. We need to take on candidates that don't take money from big landlord. People always talk about big oil money in these races, but the truth is it's big landlord. Big landlord is the problem. Look at those FPPC filings year after year after year, and you see it in front of your face. Familiar names, property investment companies that are waging an unmitigated war against our community, an economic war with their campaign spending. The local economic conditions in Ventura County, though, make no mistake about it, they are a ticking time bomb. It is at the hands of big landlords who have no regard for anything but their bottom line. Thanks for tuning in. Catch me next week. Make sure to click subscribe to make sure you don't miss an installment of VC5 Check. And remember, next March, vote Schnitt for Supervisor. It's time to restore good governance to Ventura County.